motherfuckers. Drive your best hit with us. Yo, yo, it's Wednesday night. Ladies and gentlemen, this means the Keeper Warriors are back in your face. Uh, presented by SpiceProsers.com represent. My name is Eddie Law. It's Fred Kirby. Uh, shooting the shit on a nice um, post-UC 273 week, man. That, that Honestly, like, after, I don't know about you, and I know you watched it. I, I definitely watched it. And after that Hamza, you know, Gilbert Burns fight, before we get into the fight itself, did it really, like, to you, seem like the energy was kind of gone? Because I was tired after that shit. Well, listen, first off, the fucking card went late. It oh, was yeah. a oh. late. It was a late fucking car. By the time the Volkanovski fight finally mm -hmm. went off, I was fucking nodding like a dope fiend, son. So really, real talk, the Chimaya fight was the last fight that I was really completely fucking coherent <laughs> for the whole fight because it was getting so goddamn late. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the general idea was just that that fight was so fucking good. It was one of those yeah. deals where it was like, what that you they would have the two fights after that would have had to really, really do something special to top it. And I think when you get one of those type of fights, not even in the co-main of it, but a fight before, what, what do they call that? The, the, the show, the premiere fight or show fight, where the fuck ever the third. Oh, fight the the oh yeah. yeah. The whatever the feature fight. Yeah. Whatever the fuck, whatever fuck behind the, the co-co-main of it, when that fight comes out and is an absolute yeah. bar burner. And let's just keep it a beam. That was the fight that people were most anticipating. Anyway. Hell yeah. So when that fight comes out and delivers like that, I mean, yeah, it sucks for fucking Aljo, Jan, and, and the zombie, and, like, the whole most of them. But it's hard. That was a fucking, you know, dare I say, an instant classic. Dude, that was amazing. And it was, exa it was exactly what people didn't expect to see. Everybody was thinking, I'm going to smash him. I'm going to smash him. He didn't smash these nuts, motherfucker. He didn't smash shit. That, dude, we never seen Hams that get dropped like that. And obviously... If you look at his past opponents, they're nothing like the number two in the world, right? Nothing like Gilbert Burns. So I don't, I still didn't, to, right before the fight, I still didn't understand why Gilbert Burns is so goddamn overlooked in this fight. I was like, y'all think he's going to get knocked the fuck out or finish? Yeah, you're out of your minds. And damn it, if I wasn't a goddamn prophet, I did pick Gilbert Burns to win. And, you know, I didn't really care about the decision. I, think, I thought it was super close. But um, did the right guy win to you? Did you have Hamza winning? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think Hamza won. It was a close fight, but yeah, I, I do think Hamza won. Um, yeah, it, 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 it was it was close enough that I wouldn't have necessarily been mad if yeah. they would have gave it to Burns. Like it, it was that close, but yeah, I, I don't think that it was. Burns definitely wasn't robbed. Um, no, and, and I'll tell you another thing. Let me let me fucking let me just fucking start off with the fucking rants a little bit here because I tell you what. I've seen a lot of fucking twats. I'm not calling that name. I would call a fucking name. I just don't remember because you're not important. <laughs> I'd call your fucking name. I don't remember. But I've seen some fucking twats. And if you happen to fucking catch this and you see it, be offended. I don't give a fuck. But I've seen some twats putting out the fuck. The, the Habib fans came right out of the woodwork oh. immediately. And they were showing pictures of Chimaev's face. Like, Habib never looked like this. Habib never. That's precisely my fucking point on why he's not the fucking GOAT. Anybody else that's in that GOAT conversation. Mm -hmm. Fucking George Anderson, Tom, Dick, and Harry. They've all got a picture of them where they look like yeah. shit after the fight. We can get into the Vanderleys, the Chucks, the Fedors, John any Jones. fucking goat, John Jones, any goat you want to bring to the table. There's a picture of them looking fucked up because that's how you become the fucking goat. All fucking due respect to the Flying Eagle or whatever the fuck his nickname was. 
He's no go to mine. Now that that's out of the fucking way, yeah. let's get right into the fucking shaman. Again, we, we were talking before uh, yeah, yeah. we went live that you know we're going to maybe kill a little bit of the prelim talk going yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. Unless something real special happens on the prelims. All due respect to those shitbirds. We'll cover them when they make it to the fucking main card. <laughs> let's fucking talk about what everybody's fucking wanting to talk about. Let's talk about fucking Shemayev and Gilbert Burns Ooh. putting on one of the fight, fight of the year so far, Easily. in my opinion. Easily. Um, there's, there's no, there's no, who else are you going to put in there? That's the fight of the year already to me. Like, I don't know. I I, I know we got plenty of time left and everything as far as the year goes, but how, but how who the fuck else is going to give us a fight like that? Well, it's, it, for, for me, yeah. it's not just the fight. The fight was amazing. But what made this whole thing so special was the buildup. Hey, man, how many times have we all been super stoked for a fight? Oh, this is going to be that one. Fucking uh, Francis and fucking Derek Lewis let us down like that. I mean, how many fights have we had? We're like, oh, boy, woo-wee. And then for whatever fucking reason, it's just a fucking stinker. For whatever reason. I mean, it's almost happened to the best of them. But it's a rare circumstance where we're all, and that's how you get classics. That's how you get a a, a, a John Jones, Daniel Cormier, or a you know what whatever the fuck your classic fights are in your book yeah. is the hype leading up to the fight. The fight actually lives up to the hype. This was one of those fights where I was super. I mean, like I said, keeping it a bean. This was the fight that I was most excited for on this card by a country mile. Like, let's all be honest. We all wanted to know. How good fucking Kazmat Shemayev was. That was the number one question. Yeah, of course, it's like, can Aljo actually beat Jan? How much gas does the zombie have in the tank? But what we all really want to know, how good is this little Chechnya yes, prick? That, like, what, what, how good is this fucking guy? And we got our, well, it, it was brilliant. We yeah. sort of got our answer. He's real fucking good. No matter how you want to call I don't even fuck with the Russians like that, to be fair. But that motherfucker's a bad lad. There ain't no other way of putting it. But the fight was so fucking good mm. that we still have questions because he did get hit. He did get hurt. And again, I'm just in, I'm, I'm in it at this point. I, I, I think that was the best way that fight could have went for Chimaev. Yes. And, I'll, and I'll, tell, I'll tell you why. If he had came out and steamrolled him, yes, there would be a little bit more of that mystique. Like, oh my God, this fucking guy. But there'd be a little bit of, um, Who's the prick? The big fucking ugly prick with the bad skin. The Brazilian twat that knocked everybody out and then he started going on a bad run. Uh, oh, uh, Johnny, Walker. Johnny, Johnny Walker. Walker. Yeah. So it's like just because you come out and thrash a few people because you're you're very dynamic and shit. Yeah. Maybe that was a little bit of bullshit. What you going to do when somebody knocks the piss out of you or you knock the piss out of them and they keep coming? What you going to do when somebody takes you down? All the questions that to this day I still have about Habib. <clears throat> Buddy, we got those figured out. Gilbert Burns knocked the dog shit out of Chimai. I don't know. I think it was the second round when he clipped him and yeah. fucking put him on his knee. A left fucking hand is proud, man. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm here to tell you, that one's put in about 98.9% .9 of the rest of that division to sleepy by time. Fuck yes. <laughs> Tyron Woodley yes. still wouldn't have woke up if he'd have ate that shot, son. Like, and that's a, that's a quick jab at Tyron, but it ain't really a shot at Tyron because, again, that's knocking out 98% of the people that eat it. Hell For yeah. me, Shemayev taking that shot was almost one of the most important things he did in that fight because now, going forward, it's like, bro, he took a fucking Hail Mary from Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns is not a fantastic striker, he, he's, but he's a, 
He's the classic hated, sort bro. of um, yeah, the classic sort of grappler turned in how you know he he know how to throw this one right here, real yeah. good. And when he pegs you with it, it hurts. Ask Kamaru Usman, the oh, fucking yeah. pound for pound best fighter on earth. He about got slapped by Gilbert in the first round. That's a bad motherfucker he's got when he hits you with it. And he fucking nailed Chimaev with it. I mean, from the hip. And then put Chimaev on a fucking knee. But the fact that Chimaev popped right back up, and I don't remember exactly what happened after that, but I know Gilbert didn't jump on him to finish the fight. That's impressive. And that's scary. If I'm, you know, right, again, we'll talk about the Colby fight and all this going forward. But Damn. if I'm Colby, that don't, that's no bueno. Like, I know I don't hit that hard. Maybe I can jab him and, and touch him up a little more, but I'm not going to hit him one shot harder than that, for fuck's sakes. Hell no. No, if, you, if you're, look, at the same time, if you're, if you're Colby, you're probably feeling like, hey, my gas tank can go five rounds. We'll make this shit a main event. I'm, I'm, I'm going to point, I'm at least going to beat him by decision, right? Uh, you know, Colby ain't finishing him for shit, but um, that would be a fucking amazing fight. God, I want to see that fight. Just, just to see. I don't know if Colby will take it, but that would be a dope fight. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I think I think Colby will take it, but I think yeah. they will have to make it a number one contenders fight. I think Colby will have to get guaranteed that he gets another title shot, which sort of blows because all due respect to him, none of us want to see that. But I guess to be fair, if you put him in there with Jemayev and he does beat him, what the fuck? Yeah, if he beats him, oh yeah, yeah, we'll be yeah, like, okay, got, yeah, you, yeah, got, yeah, you yeah. got to give the prick a title shot again at some point. Always will be fucking jumping up and down, happy as fuck too. Fuck it, um, easy payday for him. Not necessarily yeah. easy to be fair, but like <laughs> definitely a guy you're very well acquainted with. You know how to beat yep. if you're on your P's and Q's. All right, real quick, is it through a, we have a gang of comments. Appreciate everybody uh, joining in. Frederick saying, "Let's fucking go." It's been a while since you've been here, dude. Uh, it says, "Damn, this this count is like the Mazzagatti count." He dead? Yeah, he's talking about the countdown to the fucking uh, 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 you know, the show. Um, oh, we'll get to your uh, uh, you know, who's your winner, who's your loser here in a second. Uh, Hamza, hundred percent right. Uh, real quick, Kairos, what's up, dude? It says, Nick Diaz said he's coming back. I want to see him fight Condit or Brown. Exactly. I don't want to see him against any contenders, no up-and-comers, none of that shit. All due respect to the Condit fight, because I do like that one, the whole history and everything. Yeah. Fuck that. Matt yeah. Brown. And not just because I'm an Ohio boy, but come on, bro. Who don't want to see Nick Diaz, Matt dude, Brown? Nobody's everything, shooting. Nobody every, is shooting. Everything about that fight is amazing. Oh, yeah. Not stylistically in the ring, it'll be fun. But the smack talk, fucking, it, like, <laughs> everything about that fight is brilliant. Hell yeah. Brilliant. And, like, you think about, well, I don't know if Nick could be, well, Nick ain't really, his ego ain't too out of control. I was going to no, say, no, uh, no, as, no, a, no. as a pay-per-view opener. He'll take it. He'll take it. Like, that would be, like, because it's almost guaranteed. I mean, look, as even though Nick Diaz sort of, uh, you know, whatever, like, quit, whatever you want to say in that third round. Hey, listen, up until that point, that fucking fight was fireworks, Jack. Nick didn't Hell come yeah. back. He might not be, uh. Quite, you know, twenty six years old no more. But he's not boring, and oh, we just seen Matt Brown fight. You know what fucking time it is with Matt Brown, like every fucking time. So I, yeah, I hope if Nick actually comes back, I hope to God they do that fight because that's the one to make, son. Yeah, a hundred percent. And honestly, let Nick get in shape and see and see how how he looks. I, I, it's hard for me to judge him off that one, but we'll see what happens. Uh, talking about the uh, the pacing two twenty three, there were too many promos between fights. It seemed like every. Fucking fight. Decision or not, there was a goddamn promo in between. So, yeah, that pay-per-view was long as shit. Yeah, bro, for us on the East Coast, now I know, I know if there's anybody from fucking England, you fucking, you know, and I know you pricks gotta stay up till four in the morning every time. All due respect, it's our fuck, it's our thing. If we were watching Cage Warriors, yeah. we'd all be up till fucking whatever time, but all due respect, it was 
It was the UFC in America that took the cocksucker off, so you twats got to stay up. It just is what it is. Hey, shout out and rest in peace, Andrew Reed. But he used to bitch about that all the time. Like if we said, oh, it went late. Hey. And he'd be like, how oh, about you shut the fuck up? Hey, English was such an animal right before that motherfucker passed Hell away. Yeah. English was such an animal, bro. Every time I would be on Twitter, I forgot that motherfucker was even on Earth. Because, like, every time I would tweet, he would respond. Like, it could be motherfucking 10 in the morning here, midnight. I could be coming home to the bar at 3 in the morning. <clears throat> he hit me with the troll, like, go to sleep, uh, boy. It's like, man, you're up constantly. Yo, he, yeah, that guy was always away. Oh, man, we miss Damn. you. We miss you, English. Goddamn. Uh, Otis says, I needed two more rounds of Hamza versus Burns. That was some action. That would have been crazy. I wonder what would happen with two more rounds. Um, let's see. Funny as hell, Hamza wanted that shit, yep. Uh, GSP always looked better after his fights. 100%. I mean, after the Nick Diaz fight, Nick looked like he was, you know, he, he got in a fight. GSP looked like he got run over. That's the kind of shit you need to do is, is still win fights like that. Um, GSP bruises like a dame before a date with Greg Hart. God damn, Frederick. <laughs> That's right, Greg. You ain't never going to live that down, motherfucker. Ever. You ain't never going to live him down. You might as well just take your ass go somewhere and open up an ice cream shop or something. Because as long as you're in the public eye, we ain't never going to forget that shit. He ain't even in the UFC no more, right? He's out. Yeah, I think, I think he's gone. I think he's gone. Think he, he's they're still going to bring that shit up every time we talk about, about fights. Tang says, uh, assalamu alaikum, brother. Assalamu <laughs> salam, my friend. Uh, Hamza needs to smoke weed with the Diaz, bro. He's like sweet Russian Diaz, brother. Now, that would be fucking interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mick says, can't wait for Usman to wipe the stupid smile of Hamza's face. So, now, that's, that is an interesting topic right there. Is Hamza beating Burns? Let's say he takes on Colby and beats Colby. He's going to take a title shot. I think Usman watched this fight, and he was like, fuck yes. I got tape now, bitch. Let's go. Right, well... Usman had to like a couple things about that fight, right? A, yes, he's got some tape. But B, you know, it's like, I swear, I was thinking that too when I was watching the fight, bro, and it was such a good fight. And when Gilbert was getting to him, Jack, and when he hurt him, bro, mm -hmm. and this happens a lot, dog, when, like, when somebody's a big favorite and they get hurt, I always hear Mick, dog. What was it? It was a Rocky three or four. He's like, he's human. He bleeds. <laughs> Like, I was, I was just like, so, but I think Usman, and quite frankly, um, Colby or whoever fights Hasman right now is like, all right, big baby, like, you're tough, but you can be hurt. Like, you, you are able to be taken down. You are able, you know, you're not just going to steamroll everybody. You are a man. You are a human. And really, real talk, man, you'd be surprised. Sometimes you need that. Yeah. Um, I think some of these guys and girls, and again, it's understandable, but intimidation is a real thing. Um, you hear people say it all the time, like Mike Tyson used to beat people before they got to the ring. That's real shit, man. That's real shit. I think I think that was one of, and I'm completely on a tangent here, but I think that was one of Evander Holyfield's sure. biggest advantages going into the Mike Tyson fight. He actually wasn't afraid. Been, that motherfucker yeah. was from the hood, too. He'd been fighting for 30 years. Just because Mike had all those muscles and those goofy eyes, it did not scare <laughs> Evander. And Evander came right at him and hurt him and started thunder striking him back and and you know we all know what happens when you punch the bully in the nose. Now, to be fair, Hamzat uh, Hamzat wasn't exactly the bully that got punched in the nose. He didn't go back down. Um, but he's able to be hurt. He's not a, a machine. You can drop him. And you know, listen, if Gilbert can drop him, Usman can starch him. Doesn't yep. mean he fucking will, but it means that. I mean, again, for all the shit that I just gave Colby, Colby actually strikes relatively okay, and yeah. because of his wrestling prowess he tends to throw heavy strikes um all joking aside 
to think that Colby couldn't come out and fuck around and throw a kick upside Hamzad's head if he's not careful uh, would be silly too. And bringing that around to the one thing, and again, like, you know, I ain't fucking Luke Thomas, and you ain't, you ain't getting no fucking yeah, yeah, breaking yeah. fucking cutting edge insight here. Um, but I think that Hamzad obviously, look, I love that fight, right? Who didn't? Yeah. But I think he needs to listen to his fucking coaches because yeah. he pulled it with Gilbert because he's a fucking 27-year-old goddamn wild-ass animal. Yeah. But, like, bro, you at the top levels. If Usman would have clipped you like that, you're probably going to get sung a lullaby. Ow. Hell, again, maybe even Colby's disgusting ass. If he yep. clips you with a big head kick and you, you let him hurt you like that, it might end up being a, a real bad decision. So, I mean, he looked fantastic. The hype is justified and real. But he definitely needs to fine-tune some shit and be careful because, to your point before now, I mean, listen, the one sort of drawback about taking this fight and doing well and winning in it yeah. Is it ain't no looking back now, homeboy. If you look back now, it's because you lost a couple fights and you just yep. you, you at the back of the right now, bro. You're here. It's either Colby or Usman next, and either fight is going to be fucking nasty. Now, again, Hamzat's obviously the real deal, but bro, here's the reality: where you're at now, everybody you get in the cage with is the real deal. As much as we all hate Colby and we do hate him, Sue and Pricky is he's the yeah. real deal, bro. bro Jorge Masvidal is a bad motherfucker. I mean, Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz is a bad motherfucker, even at 70. His record's dicey, but y'all seen what he did to Leon Edwards in that fifth round? Nate yep. Diaz is a bad, bad man. And for Jorge to do what he did to Nate, and then for Kobe to do what he did to Jorge, I know MMA math don't always work, but y'all, as much as we all hate Kobe, you better sucker punch him because the motherfucker <laughs> said that. Like this is <laughs> Hamzat. I mean, you know, Hamzat could overrunning anything possible, but in general, like you know, you you better be ready, bro, because you' about to be fighting some animals just like you now. You better sucker punch him. I said that shit to one of my friends. He was bitching. He's like, he's like, I'm also such a bitch. Sucker punch him. I'm like that's Kobe Covington. You better sucker. I said the exact shit. You better sucker punch that motherfucker because if you give him time to see you, he gonna take your ass down. Listen. I don't love that fucking Jorge did it, but in <laughs> hindsight, if I'm Jorge, it's like, yeah, so what? So what? I know it was a bitch move. I know I'm going to get sued. I don't give a fuck. I needed to touch him. So I did it. I snuck him and suckered him. Fuck it. I'll take the repercussions. I wasn't trying to be a man. I wasn't trying. Yeah, you're right. If I would have said square up, the cute cocksucker would have tucked me down and busted my head on the concrete. So I snuck up and I popped him. He's lucky I didn't shoot him. Fuck it. <laughs> I was still laughing at people. who were like, I can't believe Masvidal did that. You, you serious? He told you he does that. Masvidal said, I forgot who he said it to and when he said it, but he said, um, in the hood, you better have a good sucker punch and a good 40 time. And it's like, yeah, no, no, 100%. I know what the fuck he's talking about. Shit. Yeah, uh, I mean, I hate that, but Gukov Sucker's got a point. So you don't want to give that guy a, a, you know, time to pull out a weapon? What the fuck? All right. Uh, what else we got here? Fucking Tank. As always, Marty. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> did I lose money for a good fight? I bet one punch knockout on Hamza. Yeah. Uh, he hit him so damn hard, just rocked him a bit crazy. I know, man. I mean, he hit him really clean, really clean, and it just put him on a knee. I mean, honestly, that you know, in the moment, I'm like, damn, yeah. he might fuck around beating, but in hindsight, that's what scares me the most. If that didn't put Hamza down, boy, y'all better be nervous. <laughs> y'all better hit him right on that fucking disgusting chin of his or something. But whoo, go get that Ford Escort that, that Ngannou was hitting motherfuckers with. Uh, Hamza might break Kobe's jaw again. That'd be hilarious. 
can Hamza deal with Kobe's wrestling though? Yes. That's 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 one of the biggest questions going into the fight. It, se- it seems like he'll be able to, but here's the thing. Usman did. I, very true, but Usman's, you know, one of the best wrestlers in MMA too. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I, 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 I think so, but that's a good question. And so here's the thing, right? I think that he'll definitely be able to handle it in the first round or two. Now, the question is, can Hamzat handle Kobe's wrestling in rounds three, four, and five? Now that, that I don't know question. about. Yeah, one, two, probably so. Hamzat's young. He's strong. Yeah. He's still got that that fucking in, uh, invisibility aura around him right now. Like, he'll probably be able to hold his own for the first couple rounds for sure. But Kobe's got a fucking gas tank on him. And yeah, rounds four and five. What can he do then with Kobe's wrestling? That'll be the question. And Kobe chains it together. That chain wrestling's fucking nasty. Tank says, I have to root for America. Let's go, Kobe. Hey, fair enough. Fred says, Matt Brown will go shot for shot. That's why that'd be fucking amazing. Matt Brown was 209. Someone might die. Someone I mean, definitely going to get fucked. I'll tell you what. Both guys are going to leave that. that but. Yeah. But someone's, someone's, I mean, they're both definitely going to leave the fucking cage bloody to shit, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's, sometimes oh, there's shit. just those fights that you know. You know I, see what, I see why he's saying that. He goes, Matt Brown was 209, someone might die. It's a Mike Perry voice. Mike Perry oh, had that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. one, uh, yeah. Hello, uh, Mike Perry. He did give us a shitload of quotables. Oh, yeah, yeah. As much of a piece of shit as he is, you know, fair enough. Uh, how many fights has Hamzat had in the UFC already went over, went to war with the number two ranked guy and won? Four Five fights. Right? This Five yeah, fights. included now. Big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. God yeah. damn, Otis is our Jamie, hundred sure. percent. Um, so yeah. So Hamza Jamaev, more than likely Kobe next. Uh, you know, slight chance that Usman right away. Usman and uh, what's his, and and uh, Leon Edwards is, is is next as well. And there's a lot of rumors of where that's going to be. Whether it's going to be here, overseas, you never know. Uh, they're already talking about a card in, and possibly London, and possibly Liverpool. Someone's trying to throw that idea out. You never know uh, what's going to happen with that. So. Um, although Liverpool is kind of a weird one, but still for, for that fight, you probably want to throw, you know, a, a fight night with Darren Till and, and fucking Patty uh, and, yeah. uh, yeah, you Molly. gotta, you gotta have Patty yeah. on a, on a Liverpool card at this point, you would think. Yeah. So, so who knows what to do with that? Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll find out soon enough. Uh, we'll get, we'll, we'll talk about the coming at last, but, uh, Alexander Bokanovsky made everybody sad as fuck, made me sad as fuck. Um, that god damn dude like i i didn't expect you know zombie to come out and starch him i expected more than what we got though but it wasn't his fault oh, volkanovsky holy shit the power the speed the accuracy he had everything firing that night and, and dude korean zombie had nothing for him dude, i was sad as shit to watch for me so I'm curious about something, and I so let, let me first off, okay, before I do this, because this is also going to sound very much like I'm sort of um, shit talking Volkanovski or something. So yeah. let me first off throw out there, you know, congratulations. Look, look, first off, God damn it, you're supposed to be fighting Max Holloway, so let's not get too fucking crazy with the congratulatory oh, and all sure. this sort of bullshit. And in hindsight, look again, MMA math does not work all the time. Anybody recording a quote and quote that shit, but. We seen what Volkanovski did to Brian Ortega's face. You're right. And then we seen what Brian Ortega did to the Korean zombie's face. So one can assume if Volkanovski was schooling Ortega with them hands, and then Ortega went and schooled zombie with them hands, that if zombie and Volkanovski fight, it's going to be a shit show with them hands. 
And that's exactly what the fuck it was. It wasn't even fucking close. Like, let's be honest. I don't know whether Volkanovski is that motherfucking good yeah. or whether the Korean zombie was just outmatched and a bit old at this point. And again, I don't really want to take nothing away from fucking uh, Volkanovski. So I'm just going to side with Volkanovski's that fucking good. Again, Korean zombie is a bit past his fucking prime. Let's just yeah. keep it a bean here. But Volkanovski's obviously really, really good. Um, my question is, for whatever reason, eh, <laughs> eh, am I the only oh, yeah. that's very eh with Volkanovski? Because listen, as no, good as he not. is, as good as he is on the run that he's on, after that fight, I've seen people, and you know how people jump out the window with this shit. I've seen people all mad. Like, he's the greatest featherweight of all no. time. Everybody needs to fucking chill. Like, that was impressive, but it wasn't even the guys who be fighting. Boom, boom. But, like, I'm like, like Jose Aldo, right? Yeah. There were performances of Jose's that I don't know what, why it's different, but it just was. When Jose fucking hits Mendez with the knee and fucks off out of the cage, that moment has been bigger than anything that Volkanovski's ever done. Now, maybe yeah. it's a lack of finishes. He never finished Max. Um, he did. I think Volkanovski, he's only got, or Volkanovski, Grand yeah. Zombie. And I think he's only finished a couple fights. Now, he did beat the dog shit out of Ortega, but all things fucking considered, he didn't like leave him snoozing on the camera. So maybe there's a little something to that. But look, Volkanovski's not the featherweight goat. But to even be in that breath, you got to do some shit. Mm -hmm. Why do I not? Love him. You know what I mean? Like any other GOAT that you even mentioned, Anderson, GSP, Jose Aldo, BJ Penn, whoever you want, there's like a highlight reel of like, oh shit. Like, you know, even BJ, as fucked as he is, oh, if yeah. you've been watching the sport for any time, when a motherfucker throws him in any sort of GOAT conversation, you know why. Even though he even got knocked down that parking lot a couple years ago, you know what we mean. There yeah. were performances that are just etched in your brain. I don't know why, but for some reason with Volkanovski, I don't got those yet. I, I fucking get it. He's great. New breed. Uh, 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 what, what's the name of the gym? The Australian pricks and the New Zealand. Uh, Izzy, what, what, those fucking twats down there. Um, the, oh, the, the gym? Yeah. What's the City gym? kickboxing? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. City kickboxing. City kickboxing. Obviously, something in the water. I mean, they, they, they're, they're on to something down there, clearly. But even Izzy. Izzy has some performances or some things where it's like, you know, he's had some 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 sort of duds, but mm -hmm. he's had those other ones that just, you know, anytime he fights now, I you you get that sort of I just don't have that like when when Volk actually fights Holloway for the third time, I'll be excited, but mostly because it's Max. Yeah. If I'm keeping it a beam. And that's not really fair to Volkanovsky. He deserves the credit as one of the pound for pound goats in the sport. Absolutely currently uh, uh um you know actively fighting so i just what, what do y'all think in, in the comments jump in there or if, if you feel differently if you guys respect him and, and you are that excited because of his technicality or whatever throw it at me but for me it feels like he's missing something to be in the breath with those guys and for like even the hamzat he we were, they were both on this card i was way more excited to see hamzat fight and if they're Everybody. both on the next card truth be told if it's hamzat colby and yeah. even max volk as much as I love that fight, 
I'm fucking Kobe and fucking Hamza's gonna have all my fucking attention, truth be told. Hell yeah. No. And and, and honestly, like I get the 27 fight, you know, win streak and, and everything, but you know, and he's got names on his resume. Don't get me wrong. Chad Mendes, Jose Aldo, Max Holloway twice, and you know, those are iffy. Brian Ortega and, and Korean Zombie. But he's going, he's coming in, he's in a in, in a division with a storied history. That's a, there's a lot of history he's gonna have to overcome. So that's why you know he's gonna he's Fair or unfair, he's going to have a lot to overcome to become the GOAT at 45. But uh, Otis says, who's your winner of the weekend? How is it not Volkanovski for that dominant win over the Korean Zombie? I'm going to say he's a winner. Obviously, you know, he kept his belt and all that. He he you know, he got Korean Zombie out of there. Uh, but I think the biggest winners are Burns and Hamzat because both their stocks went up. Oh, Nobody listen. lost that fight. Listen. I love you, Otis. And 90% of the time, we're 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 right here with the <laughs> yeah. winner. Not this time, Jack. No. Volkanovski <laughs> was not the winner of the week for me. All Hamza, all the yeah. pressure, all the questions, answer them all, won the fight, yeah. four fights in, so on and so forth. Listen, Volkanovski looked fantastic, but it was against a guy that he wasn't even supposed to be fighting. And a guy that, again, hindsight's twenty twenty, but we all knew that, that Zombie, man, Zombie was low-key in, uh, uh, in his prime before his funny ass went to war for two years for South Korea, whatever the fuck that was. Like, you could <laughs> was- argue that his prime was before. For that, so he was in his prime when you could still get sponsors for your shorts. Okay, that's what that's what that was. So. Real talk, and that's and again, I'm not trying to shit. We're not dissing him at all, but just like just real, like yeah, real talk. How many more fights does Volkanovski have left? Or um, I'm sorry, Korean Zombie have left in his career at this point? Shit. Two, three, maybe, maybe none, depending on how this all goes. Like he's I mean, he's at the tail end of his career for sure. Fights that matter, like two. After that, you know, it just depends on what he wants to keep it going. Volk is the savage. Otis says, uh, "What's up, Johnny?" Jonathan says that we can uh, all agree he's a legend of the sport at this point. Hundred percent. We're not doubting that. But the whole like, let's you know, let's talk about you know, putting him on the on the on a pedestal on the Mount Rushmore, whatever you want to fucking talk you know, talk about it that way. Not yet, but he could definitely get there. Uh, Volk is my guy. The only thing that hindered him was his lack of finishes. Outside of that, he dominated his fights. There you go. I think maybe that's it. I think maybe it's just the lack of fantastic finishes because when I look at, you know, any fighter that I'm super excited for, um, and again, I always bring Anderson up, but again, you'd have had to been there, man. When Anderson was on his run, Anderson had that Tyson vibe, man. When it was a big Anderson Silva fight, like, you know, it's a big deal. Like, Connor's sort of that guy now. John does it a little bit. You know, it's a big fight when your shitbird friends come around, like the motherfuckers yeah. that never watch fights and they're like, yeah. hey, man. Is that dude Anderson Silva fight? Can I come over? You're getting the fights right. Like, you always get them. So I, now it's Connor that people come snooping around about maybe the random Nate Diaz or Nick Diaz fight. Um, but you know when you're one of them fighters, uh, it's a bit – you're a big fucking deal. What the fuck? So it, we, we don't – I don't get that from Volk yet. Volk's not yeah, – he's not right. putting that – and he did. He, yeah, he obviously could. he's got the he talent, could. but he I think he needs some of those jaw-dropping – Quite frankly, fuck it. I'm going to go on. That's what it is. It's his lack of finishes. I hate to make it that simple. And again, I realize there are some fucking eloquent, fucking educated fight fans out there that love the fucking, the X's and O's of it all and shit like that. But I guess at the end of the day, I'm just a Neanderthal. I like that too, but I want to see somebody get fucking starched out. Like I want to see somebody get fucking finished in brutal fashion. I don't want to see nobody get hurt. But yes, I am trying to see y'all bleed. It's a bunch of money being made out there. I'm trying to yeah. see somebody get their ass whooped, like in Bloodsport, Jack. There's a reason everybody was more excited. Like, I would say 10 times more excited about Hamzat 
and maybe five times more excited about Peter Young, Piotr Young. And we'll talk about that fight in a second because I did not at all go the way everyone thought I would. But uh, but yeah, you're right. Look, Volkanovski has plenty of time to make it happen. He, he could definitely at the end of the day be a 45 goat one of these, you know, someday. But it is like the lack of finishes and all like that. Um, so yeah. Uh, Frederick says, so you don't remember the insane submissions he's been in and gotten out of and still win? I mean, can't ignore that and go, man, 100%, you're right. He's gotten out of some crazy, the fucking mounted guillotine, no, 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 not mounted, the guillotine that, yeah, was he mounted? Yeah, mounted guillotine or take a yeah. put him in and he survived that shit. 99% of, of fighters in the UFC would have tapped that shit. So give him that credit, 100%. But To be fair, that was one fight though. Like, I know he's not exactly right. fucking Minotaro Noguera over here. He hasn't been like in desperation scenarios. It was that, now, again, <coughs> all things being equal, that was Brian Ortega and yeah. him getting out of that submission. I mean, he got out of a triangle from a motherfucker nicknamed T-City. So, yes, all things being equal, he deserved, but that's one fight. And that, and that, look, to be fair, that performance is one of the few performances that gives me a little, a little twitch for him. Um, like, because that one, I guess, mm. yeah, I would say, in my opinion, that's my most impressive Volkanovski performance. He beat the dog shit out of him. Yeah. And got out of two really tight submissions. I would say that if all the performances were that good and everybody's face looked as horrible as fucking Ortega's did, which I realized uh-huh. Zombies was on the way there, but oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that was my impressive, most impressive performance from Volkanovski sure. in the game. So I damn them Holloway fights. Yeah, you know, 100%. Uh, all right. So on this, we'll see, we'll see who's next and everything. But there's some, God damn it, someone said this shit. Uh, well, listen, it hasn't disgusted Henry been running. I tell you right what, here. Right here. I think people Volk is gonna shock people you fight if a fight with uh versus triple C happens. Here's the thing. I don't think no one's anyone's gonna be shocked because I think Volk start not starting him, but he beats him. Okay, but, well, first yeah, off, okay. as look, as much right, as ahead. I fucking love the idea of that, <laughs> and I was just about to throw it out there that if old Volk knocks out disgusting Henry, he's in my fu- I'll fucking I'll never forget it and I will be excited. But realistically, Dana White's already pissed on that idea. I there's not enough yeah. fanfare to push it. I think if anything, he might give Triple C a contender fight at 45. I don't think he's going to march him in right against Volkanovski immediately. Certainly not with Max Holloway out there right now waiting on that trilogy fight. He deserves that trilogy. So, top of that, dude. I'll, I, in my opinion, I think Cejudo, also who's going to do is if he somehow wins that belt. He's gonna leave again. Dana ain't about that shit. We seen Dana get pissed at people that do that shit. He got pissed at GSP for doing that shit. Yeah, I would. I would even probably try to write it into somebody's contract. Like, like sure. if you did that, you've got to give me at least three more fights after that. And I guess at the end of the day, you ain't got to do nothing. You could just fucking retire or whatever. But like, at least you can't go fight nowhere else. Right, there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, now the the the, the other fight that, that I mean. Everybody was excited for the Hamza fight. That was the main event for everybody. I think the co-main event was the co-main event. Aljamain Sterling. Aljamain Sterling pulling off the split decision, I think, split decision win. Oh, yeah, it was split decision. Well, I I don't know, but it it definitely was. Bro, bro, what the fuck happened? Was it me or was was Peter Jan fucking, uh, like, like, he was almost, not, not starstruck, obviously not starstruck, but he was almost, like, shook, like, before the fight even happened. Like he just seemed way like he's he did not seem normal. He was talking more shit than normal. He was, you know what I mean? He was getting like like agitated and shit like that. And then he comes in there to me, fought a little uh, emotional, 
And, uh, you know, he wore Aljo like a backpack for two fucking rounds. Shit. I, I believe, look, going into this fight, mm. I think the narrative was pretty much Aljo's will get that ass whooped. I mean, not I only think, what he's going to get starched, stopped, possibly killed. That's right, what they were saying. I, I, right, right. I, I think that we all were sort of like, yeah, he looked all right in that first fight, but we all really forgot how good he looked in those first mm -hmm. couple rounds. All we all really remember was the end of that fight where he was getting yeah. that ass whooped. Truth be told, so I think maybe old Pichorian himself sort of heard all that remembered that fight himself and maybe balled into that narrative a little bit. And I think maybe, I think we all, including old Pitoro, forgot exactly how good Al Jermaine is. And, and yeah. it, it, certainly in those first couple rounds, how much of a problem he was going to be. Um, and again, uh, Aljo does a good job where Hamzat uh, completely does the opposite of what mm -hmm. his coaches say. Yeah. Aljo does a really good job of listening to really good coaches. When you've got a guy like Ray Longo, who, who's that sort of, you know, the Greg, and I mean, I think Ray did actually used to fucking fight too, but like the, the, the Greg Jackson sort of mind in there. Yeah. And then you got a Matt Sarah who's got that mind, but who fought for many, like he fucking knows what it's yeah. like to be in there. And, you know, his jiu-jitsu game's legendary, so on and so forth. When you got coaches like that and you got, talent just natural talent and ability like aljo has he's gonna be a rough fight for anybody because like i still think that pichor yan's probably the better fighter like if they fought 10 times i still think that fucking yan probably wins seven out of ten and that's you know fucking the homeboy said something about usa earlier in the top three fights on this card uh aljo was our only american so i ain't gonna front like it was it was big usa vibes i already wasn't really rooting for fucking yan but I mean, yeah. we didn't even have a chance in any other fight. Everybody was fucking Brazilians and Australians yeah, fucking, yeah, and yeah. Russians and shit. Like, it ain't a whole lot of Americans floating around. He's a fucking New Yorker. I'm like, let's fucking go. And I was super fucking stoked in that second round when he got the back and was controlling yeah. this shit. Um, but I look, I think that Aljo had him on the fence in his world for a whole round and he looked great but he never really came close to finishing Pichor. he didn't open him mm -hmm. up with no brutal grab i think that if if Pichor could have like hurt aljo or got aljo in that much of a disadvantaged position on the feet mm -hmm. he'd have knocked aljo the fuck out if, if, if you feel what i'm saying a little bit because aljo had he had his back yeah. it ain't like they they tussled to the ground and he had him in guard or he had even half mount or some bullshit like that. Like yeah. he had his back. He he had the the position he wanted the most on the ground, and he controlled him with it. But he didn't never really come close to submitting him again. He didn't even open him up. I don't yeah. think he no, controlled no. the shit out of him, but he didn't do a ton with it. Um. So, but again, big thing about the fights, bro. This ain't the NBA. We ain't fighting for seven days, bro. You and get one games, chance, yeah. one night, and, and on that night, I think that um, maybe Pichor fucking sort of underestimated Aljo. And again, just to give Aljo his credit, maybe we all did. Maybe he's just a little sure. fucking better than we than, than anybody sort of wanted to give him his credit for. And, and that's the thing is nobody wants to give him credit because he's so like nobody likes his motherfucker. And I, and I get it. I understand what they're saying. I, I understand people, you know, do their whatever. I don't know what to call it, but. End of the day, Aljamain Sterling 
went in there and dominated. Honestly, that one round where he, where he, where he had Piotr's back for like the, almost the entire round, you could argue that was a 10-8 round. You could argue that, right? So, end of the day, I think the right guy it's won. Good. A lot of people were pissy about it and all that shit. But I'll show you what the best part is in a second. Go ahead. I'm going to be honest with you now. <clears throat> yeah. Look, we all know that that Triple C used to be a shit weasel, and mm-hmm. he, he created a persona. We all know Kobe was a fucking, a very good fighter that was on the prelims, fucking, yeah. you know, fighting to a, what's old Chelsea, fighting to a fucking room full of people dressed up as empty seats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so they, they, they turned on a fucking persona and for real built a career out of it because they were yeah. good fighters as well. I'm telling you, bro. Aljo needs to do the same thing. And I'm about, you know what? I like fuck it. I'm just gonna say it. I don't know whether Kairos is still in the fucking chat or if we got any fucking black folks in the chat, but I'm gonna go on and say it. The the reason that, in my opinion, mm-hmm. MMA has not completely destroyed boxing in this country. A mm-hmm. lot of folks will be like, oh, it's the Mexican vote, it's the Mexican vote. A little bit. But my personal opinion, look, who the biggest selling motherfucking pay-per-view artist of all time? Connor? No, no. Oh, what? Floyd. Fucking Christ. I thought you mentioned him. Nah, Floyd. Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. right. And again, let's keep it a bit of a bean here. What's the big difference between Floyd fights and every fucking MMA fight in the fucking world? The, The black dollar. Black folks pay to sure. watch Floyd sure. fight, and black folks ain't paying to watch no MMA fighters fight. And I don't think it's because they don't find some of the fights interesting. As a matter of fact, I know for a fact some black dudes, some black friends of mine, sort of fuck with MMA, but they don't got that Canada fuck with MMA till they got George. Everybody needs their guy, and Rampage is about as close as we've had to like a a. a Quite frankly, a black fighter that, that the black community could get behind. MMA has never had a guy like that. We've never had, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. John Jones, as much as I like him, he just isn't relatable to your average black dude, man. No, he's not. He's, he's not. not. He's just he's not. not. It's not. It's, it, and he's sort of a, 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 a anti hero, but it's just, you know, him wrestling in college and shit and the way he talks and what, what, it just it just isn't that. And I say all this to say that I think Al Jermaine should fucking ham it up, be a different person. <laughs> we all know that Aljo speaks well. The next yeah. time we see Al Jermaine Sterling, he should be with fucking 32 black dudes, a tiger, <laughs> a big-ass grill, and shooting his fuck. Look, Floyd Mayweather used to be pretty boy oh, yeah. Floyd. And yeah, he was yeah, a yeah. shit bird that nobody gave two no fucks one cared about. about. And he pulled a fucking Kobe. He pulled a whatever. He came out and he was Floyd Money Waveler. He was fucking throwing the money at people. He had fucking whores everywhere. He kept a million in cash on him. And he literally built a persona. And quite frankly, to keep it a bit, the black community, whether you liked it or hated it or whatever, was on board with that shit. 100%. And they, they brought, and again, in all actuality, a lot of white people love boxing. A lot of white people pay for Floyd pay-per-views too. But the reason he outshines the rest is because he's getting two, three, four, five hundred thousand buys from the black community that DW and the UFC themselves have yet to really be able to get. Again, the closest thing we've ever had in MMA, if we're all keeping it a fucking bean, is Rampage Jackson. And again, if we're keeping it a bean, he didn't really 
penetrate the black community either. Not really. And that's a little bit of that was just because MMA was too fucking new in general back then yeah. when, when Rampage was really making the rounds. But we haven't had that guy yet. And I mean, all I, I am joking a lot, but all joking aside, Aljo is a black man from New York City, or at least he trains out of New York now. I think he's a New Yorker, though. When you hear that prick talk, he sounds like a New Yorker. If he could fucking tap into Brooklyn somehow, Harlem, if he could get black men to give a fuck about him and MMA, mm -hmm. like, you know, everybody's like, oh, the Russian crowd. Hey, man, somebody bring in black. Or you know what? I take all that back. You know who had the vote? And, he, and you know, hey, look, who had the biggest fucking numbers? In, in, Let me uh, guess. Uh, huh? Let me guess. Go. That's what I say, Kimbo. You Kimbo, Kimbo. You right, Kimbo, motherfucking like God rest Kimbo's soul. If Kimbo could have actually fought and was Fuck. fifteen years younger, the the if Kimbo was motherfucking Connor mm -hmm. and he starched a few people out, he for whatever reason, again, I ain't. I'm not trying to be the bearer of bad news. Although it's gold teeth or or the way he talked, the way he was from, but he resonated with the black community. And you've seen that shit. When Kimbo motherfucking fought, now again, I know he had the YouTube thing, but in general, he he brought in that different, a different fucking portion of the crowd, man, and the numbers fucking showed it. So, again, I know that Aljo won't, but if he got in his fucking Henry Cejudo or his Kobe Covington bag and he went way left and just fucking started really fucking going in, mm. maybe, maybe he could fuck around and become our Floyd. He could, he could. Now... Uh, he may be on his way to something like that, but give me one second. Let me get through some, and I'll tell you why in a second. Let me get through some comments here. Um, Jan did himself absolutely no favors by giving up back to back dominant rounds 100%. The dominance on the ground was crazy, though. There you go. Uh, now Mike Tyson, as far as the pay per view, the pay per view king or whatever, but numbers wise, it'd be Floyd, is what he says. So, Yotas is right. right. Um, eh, kind of on a side note, just real quick, get it out of the way. Bruce goes, can both please shut up about how he has kids at home? No, like, nobody cares. His opponent usually has kids too. Shut up, bro. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know. Um, Otis argues, Rampage, Rumble, Kevin Lee, Tyron Woodley. I would say Rampage. Rumble could have, but then. And uh, Kevin Lee, damn, no. Hell no. And Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley tried to do it, and it just, it came off so corny. No one cared. And look, and for, and for whatever reason. None of those guys really did. I don't. Man. I don't know why either. But like, not really. Those were maybe some some good opportunities and maybe being able to do that. And you can't say because they didn't win enough fights. Because again, Tyron Woodley was the champ for a while, yeah, yeah. and he had. But he definitely, you know, he was Netflix. He never did close to Floyd numbers. Let's just, he, no. he that motherfucker didn't really start becoming super relevant big style until he got knocked out by Jake Paul for fuck's sakes. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Like, had he knocked out Jake Paul, he might be that dude. I mean, the um, truth is, he wasn't even big in St. Louis, like not yeah. like like in the loo. Like, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. I know he like I, I don't, I'm not yeah. doubting that he actually grew up in the hood and shit. But I'm just saying, for whatever reason, the hood didn't resonate with him. They, I don't think the hood, I, did. I don't think the hood believed him. <laughs> That's what it is. Maybe uh, Frederick says Edge McKee's that guy. Maybe, but Maybe. he's not in the spotlight. We Exactly, and that and he very well could be true about that. AJ, I mean, he may be that guy. He's got the talent and stuff, but yeah. but he's still yeah, he's hey. still sort of out there in that Bellator water. So we'll and see. He's got a, yeah, he's got a big ass fight this weekend too. We'll talk about mm -hmm. him in a minute. Mm -hmm. But if he's able to move over once he gets you know the, the contract runs out, he's a big name, and Dana White's like, I need you over here. He's got a chance. We'll see what happens. Um, oh, it says Kimbo had that street swagger and attitude. That's that's it. Right. That's it. That's what that's what I'm looking for because that brings in a, a yep. large fucking portion of a different community, man. It's just it's that it's that it, you're right, it's that street culture, it's that attitude and swag. I like I loved it too. I I was fucking here for Kimbo Jack. 
people gotta relate to you as a fighter. If they can't relate to you, they're not gonna give a shit. Like the reason I relate to a Nate and Nick and Nate Diaz and a Jorge Masvidal, I grew up like Nick and Nate Diaz, hundred percent. Like just like those dudes, fucking going to school, wondering if you're gonna fucking get in a fight that day, just not trying not to get stabbed outside. I grew up just like that, so I can relate to those motherfuckers. That's why I love those guys. Bro, you just hit the nail on the head. And um and um 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 uh fucking I smoked too much green. Uh, Bobby, Bobby Green. Green. Oh, Bobby, Bobby Green's Green. that dude. Bobby Green is that dude. He, he Bobby Green has a little bit of that street swagger that I'm talking yeah. about, and a little bit of that that just um to your point, a, a, a guy that you can relate to. The, 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 the people, like I said, um, it, it, you're right. It, if we got a really tough fucking Brooklyn brawler, a dude that was fun, and that, and that's why I, I brought up this whole conversation because now we yeah. do have Aljo, and right. whereas he's not exactly Kimbo, like I said. I, I started off by saying Henry Cejudo. Henry's not actually the dude he acts like he is. Like, he's literally not that guy. Like, exactly. he's – I think Colby maybe – you know, but I think Colby probably is, like, is actually a Trump supporter. He just sort of hams it up. Yeah. Henry's literally play, playing a fucking character. Like, that sure. dude yeah. actually doesn't – like, I've seen him on the Mike Tyson podcast and shit, like, smoking joints and shit. Not that I love <laughs> him there, but he's yeah. literally a different dude. Yeah. Like it's not, yeah. he's literally not, it's not even like he's turning it up to 12. He fucking turns right. into a character. So what the fuck? If he can do it, so can you. Fuck it. I, I, I yeah, I, I, I've said the story before. I remember seeing uh, Henry Cejudo at, uh, at, uh, at World Series of Fighting before it was PFL. Um, sitting in the media row way behind me, hitting on one of the chicks near, you know, nearby, talking about like, yeah, I'm, I was an Olympic gold medalist. And I'm sitting there going, I heard it. And I go, oh, fuck. Here we go. Before he was a UFC champion. I mean, I'm sure, you know, that changes everything. Uh, Bobby Green just isn't championship material. You could argue that 100%. You could argue that. But he's still got the persona. He's relatable. So, you know, it, it just, that's that's kind of what you yeah, look for. Yeah, I guess him, if, if he had won every single one of his fight and been a champion by now, oh, maybe, maybe we'd have a bit of a different star. So, yeah, yeah. you, you got to have that perfect combination. But All right. So, this, uh, uh, hopefully it pops up the right fucking window here. But, so... Ever since Aljo won his fight on Saturday, this man, he clearly held receipts. Clearly. And he's still paying attention. He went at Big John McCarthy. for I think Big John said that he Peter Young clearly won that fight or whatever the fuck. And then Aljo went at him. So then Josh Thompson, who is, you know, uh, Big, uh, Big John's uh, partner in uh, on the fucking commentary, not the commentary table, but, you know, one of the commentary tables at Bellator, right, 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 right. comes to his aid. And Aljo goes, I bit. Oh, son of a bitch! Why the fuck can't I fucking pop it up? Okay, no, you know what? Never mind. I apologize. I'm not gonna pop it up, but I'll read it because it's fucking great. And you can go uh, at Funkmaster MMA to see it. Aljo quote tweets this at about one twenty, so I mean, maybe like six hours ago. Um, quote tweets uh, Josh Thompson's tweet. Josh Thompson's tweet is, "Why didn't uh, Funkmaster MMA have that same energy when Dana White said he lost the fight? Because Dana White did say he thought he lost the fight." Uh, a at John McCarthy, I'll wait. Ajame Sterling quote tweets that tweet and says, Josh, respectfully, get the fuck off my nuts. You and John can go blow each other in the back studio for all I care. You guys constantly dog me for ratings. Piss off already. Uh, for the record, I shit on Dana's opinion too. Now have a shitty day. Upside down, for, uh, a smiley face. That is Aljo changing it up. He's starting to do it. He's starting to do it. So um, that dude clearly kept receipts. He clearly is paying attention to what everyone's saying. And he's going at everybody. And that right there is how you get one of the ways you get people to watch you. Yeah. I mean, listen, again, 
you wouldn't want to just exactly rewrite Henry's book. But right. even if we know it's bullshit, even if we're all like, that's not really you, man. Again, we all knew that wasn't Henry. And if you just stick with it long enough, the WWE effect kicks in and we're all just like, all right, fuck it. I hate this guy. <laughs> like, I don't even know who Henry used to be. I just know he's that disgusting little twat that shakes and looks all fuck looking. So like, I'm, <laughs> you know, that's the guy he is. I'm going to go ahead and take him as that guy. And I want to see that guy get his ass whipped. It's a funny thing. There's very much a WWE element to it. Like in all reality, like I said, I've seen Henry on other podcasts, uh, Joe Rogan and the Mike Tyson shit. And I actually don't mind him actually when he's being normal. But boy, when he comes to the UFC and he starts in with that bullshit, it's like, yeah, now that guy, that guy I want to see get his ass whipped. But it's like, in all reality, I know he's actually just the other dude, but fuck it. Like if you're going to play up this persona and shit, I'm going to still dislike you when you're in the cage. Yeah. No, you're right. And, and, and so, you know, sometimes you got to play the persona. And we've seen plenty of guys, including Triple C, do that shit, including, I would still say that, that Kobe's completely fake because I've seen Kobe be a really nice guy, like a yeah, super yeah, sweet and nice guy. So, but, you know, definitely over the top for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, all right. So, all right. So that was UFC 273. Other fights on that card that were dope, you know, uh, as far as uh, the prelims go, let me see. Oh, okay. Let me let me just very quickly, very quickly, because I know Otis put it up here. All right, sorry, Otis can't find it. But he says, "Who's the loser of the weekend? How is it not Mickey Gall for getting starched by Mike Malo?" Um, very quickly, Mike Malo's a shit. First of all, and by the way, fuck cancer. The whole thing Mike Malo did, uh, the the promo after his fight. God bless him. All right, they made a ton of money on that GoFundMe for that for his coach's family. However, Mickey Gall's never been that dude. He beat CM Punk and Mike Jackson, and we were and people were jumping us nuts for that. Come on, man. Yeah, well, I I sort of see um where where he's coming from because yeah. Mickey did he had the name and shit and now it's like he's fucking this was definitely sort of like, you know, um bottom of the barrel for him. Uh but I would loser of the week we have to go to old Pichor Yan for me. Oh yeah. yeah. Just cuz again, I think I think we all like sort of thought that fight wasn't going to go that way and he fucked no. around and lost on his funny ass so like Piotr was pre fight Piotr was like I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna kill him, I'm gonna kill him, he didn't kill shit, all right? Yeah. All yeah, was, yeah. All, he, all he did was kill my sense of giving a shit about your fights bro. straight up. Um all right. So as you see 273 um real mckenzie quickly. mckenzie Dern looked all right just like quickly i don't really want to go too much in it but she looked all right uh uh the she, win did, who do we did we think she actually won that fight i had i had Dern winning that fight slightly I, <laughs> think, I thought she won that fight for me bro those fights because <clears throat> i've seen some people doing that with the with the yawn and sterling fight yeah um for me when the fight is that close i ain't mad period Whoever wins, they win. At the that's how I'm looking at it from now on. When I watch a fight and it ends right then, real time, because I mean, damn all that bullshit, man. This ain't this ain't again. This ain't the NBA. We ain't, ain't nobody watching the instant replay. We ain't come back like people are like, oh, I went back and rewatched the third. Nobody cares. Right now, fight's over. Who won? Like you know, what I mean, room full of Who won this fight? If 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 it's twenty of us, then ten people say one, nine people, whatever. It's divide. I don't give a fuck. Clearly. It was a super close fight. I, yeah. No matter who they pick, I ain't about to be like, that's some bullshit. Because it's one of those things where if it's that close, if, if it depends on what sort of person you are, man. Right. If you're one of these argumentative type twats or you have a real emotional connection to, to fighter B that lost or whatever, yeah. you're always just going to grab that shard. Like, oh, yeah, man, they got that takedown round three. Or if it's a close enough fight, 
there's going to like with the with the Aljo and Yan yeah, fight. Yeah, if yeah. you wanted to make an argument for Yan winning that fight, you could do it. You could mm-hmm. do it. Like you know, Yan definitely runs round four and five. So we could we can make. I mean, he definitely round lost rounds. What was it like uh, two and three, one two and three, two or whatever three. it was. But yeah, we we can make we can have a discussion about round one or, or yeah. whatever that round was. You know, whatever what I'm it was. But at that point, I don't want to hear nobody bitching about anything. The Mackenzie Dern and, and uh, Brisk Gusset win was a fucking close fight. Close enough that whatever. Whoever yeah. won, won. Sorry. If it's that close and you and you catch the short end of the stick and you lose, you can't be mad because you let the fight be too goddamn close. Yeah, and very quickly on the fight, Dern came out super aggressive. Frederick was saying she's so aggressive. Came out super aggressive with the striking, and it's because of this. Her jiu-jitsu is terrifying. And she she almost busted Tisha's fucking arm. I'm I get Tisha tons of props for surviving that. Uh, was it the Kamor? Whatever it was, the arm lock. Um, that shit was just tight. So yeah, that fight was dope. Um, and that's kind of it for two seventy three. So all right, uh, very quickly uh, because we're already running out of time. Um, quick, Cain Velasquez update. Um, he actually put out a uh, um, what to call it, a statement, right? And you guys can go read. Oh, actually, I can. It's not that long. I can read it, but he. His hearing, plea hearing has been pushed to May 6th, and his attorney's actually putting in motion to get him out of jail on, on bail. So we'll see if that happens. Meanwhile, the guy he tried to shoot, allegedly, is uh, his shit got pushed over to June 6th, uh, and he's out. I don't fucking get it, but, you know, the, ju- justice, the justice system ain't, ain't here to, yeah. to, to, to do the right thing. That motherfucker didn't die. Then you let Kane out of jail. If dude would have died, when he first shot him and shit, it was like, oh, he might have. Is he dead? No. Is that dead? No. Yeah. Is that motherfucker going to die? All right, cool. Then we ain't eating no murder charge. Attempt these nuts. Kane got Big Bank right. Hank between, you know what I mean? Like, we're like we're going to get this marked down to assault with a deadly weapon. That's a little fuck, but I ain't going to prison. Let me the fuck out. Give me my probation. Yeah. Let me put out a, a hot little million, mill and a half or something. Like, it's going yeah. to hurt, Kane. But hey, what? We might see old Kane back in the cage sooner rather than later, too. He'll fuck around being Bellator, bare knuckle fighting somebody getting that mill back. <laughs> but, like, if dude ain't gonna die, then we ain't eating no murder charge. Gonna let my dude out, bro. Like that, you know. Yeah, again, yeah. We, we ain't eating no attempt to murder that bitch ass motherfucker. Didn't die. It's gonna be assault with a deadly weapon, which sounds bad, but that ain't you know. We, we'll eat that shit. Money talks and bullshit yeah. talks. God bless America. So fuck it. Hey, fuck and, that shit. And, and you know, I know shoulda, coulda, would, and all sorts of bullshit. But had that judge not let that fucking child molester out on bail, that shit never happened. So well, that's true you know. Too. We can make a lot of arguments. By the way, anyone that tweets that out, like, I can't should be afraid of everything. Oh, my God. There is a decent-sized uh, uh, chunk of MMA Twitter who's just like, well, there's laws. There's fucking laws. Well, you want to follow a law? I'm like, okay, all right. That's not what we're talking about. You know it. Now you're just turning into some other shit, so relax. All right. Um, we'll get into Big Fast Recap here in a second, but really quickly, we'll talk about this weekend's events. We'll end with Big Fast Recap, actually. Um Bellator actually has a pretty solid uh, card, at least main main card wise. Uh, Agent McKee Pitbull too. First bite was dope as fuck. Agent McKee pulled it off. Now uh, Pitbull wants some 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 get back, so we'll see. And he's, I think he's training with uh, Cejudo's coach uh, Eric Barrick, whatever the fuck his name is. I, I can't stand that guy anyway, but still training with that dude. And then Beam Nankov and Corey Anderson for the uh, light heavyweight Grand Prix. Um, Gabriel Gonzalez from Cage That Press is there on location. This entire week, so kitchenpress.com for all your exclusives and you know all kinds of uh, goodies from from San Jose, and then of course this weekend, out of the USC Apex, if I can get this shit to fucking work, yeah, main event, Vicente Luke Luke against good old 
Bilal Muhammad. Ooh, woof. Yeah. Um, fucking fun card. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's a good fight. But when you tell me that's the main event, I know what's cooking underneath here. Kyle Barada against uh, fucking complicated as name there. Miguel Bezik against Andre Fiala is pretty solid. Might have won a silver against Yana and Wu should be pretty good. But, yeah, it's a it's a light card. It's, it's well, a, hold on, bro. Go, go back. Go back. Go back. Hold on. We ain't about, hold on. We ain't about to do that. I, I'm go, go up to the co-main event. I'm I'm casual, bro. Who? Oh, uh, yo, tell me why. Tell me why I should care. Like Otis, what is what is? <coughs> who's the undefeated guy? And what part? What part of Russia is he from? <coughs> why? Oh, Otis already answered it. This card is lacking. Damn. <laughs> Even Otis is like, yeah, no, that's not happening in this card. But for real, for real, I would imagine um, these guys got to be like, like, who are, do you know who these motherfuckers are? Like, I ain't going to lie to you. I, I ain't going to hold you. I, I I literally don't know who either one of these cats are. And, I mean, no. it's co-main event. Let's so, see. like, go, I mean, I, go somebody's got to be a bit of a prospect, right? This cat's 13-0, so there's that. Oh, he's Russian. That's what I figured. Middleweight. And, oh, that's right. He got that fucking the nasty knee bar. Series. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. okay. And it was actually pretty dope. Never okay, okay. Like. Okay, because I'm, I'm just like, who the fuck? Like, I know I'm a bit of a casual these days, but I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't never heard it. Either one of these motherfuckers. Oh, okay. Kyle okay. Riley's two fights, two fights. Okay. When so you got two fights in contender series, that's mm-hmm. that's a tiny bit telling. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. All right. So, Fair. that's out uh, of the UFC Apex. So, fights on Friday, fights on Saturday. It's good. It's all going down there. You have plenty of shit to, uh, uh, to see. Uh, I might miss this Frederick on the on the UFC one. Cash money, that's why we care, brother. There you go. Um, sorry, Fred, I can't help you. Better off watching something else. This is honestly a skippable card. <laughs> I'm not gonna nah, lie. This James, one, uh, that ain't no bueno. This one and the next UFC card are probably on the same fucking thing. So, all right. I'll probably just fucking watch it because I'm a degenerate. But yeah, dude, look, man, I cover these cards anyways. So what are you gonna do? On that note, big facts, big cap. All right, Big Steps Big Cap brought to you by Otis, a.k.a. R. Jamie. First one, Big Steps Big Facts Big Cap, Hamzat will become UFC welterweight champion next year. Woof. That's a tough one. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you just got to sort of go with a feeling on that. And I'll say Big Facts, man. He looked after the Gilbert Burns fight. I guess he didn't quite do what Usman did to, to, to Burns. He yeah. didn't get the finish, um, and and Burns hurt him a lot more. But but what I like about Hamzad is that how, the kid's twenty seven, right? I mean, he's, he's got yeah. Usman is, I mean, he's pound for pound, you know, active goat right now. But he's also that's it. Usman's he fine tunes at this point, but he's not getting any better. His wrestling, his body, his shit is intact, and it's nasty. His skill set is nasty, but like, and again, you know, whatever. He's probably getting slightly, slightly better. Yeah. But I think, I think Hamzat still has, you know, a lot. Again, that fight was amazing against the number two guy in the world, and Hamzat really didn't even fight his best fight. He sort of fought Gilbert's fight for Gilbert. Like, oh, here, you want to slug each other in the head and see what happens? Yeah. Like, yeah. let's do that. That's your, you know, his fucking coach spazzed out going, fucking keep him at the end of your jab. Yeah. This is an easy fight. What are you doing? So, uh, big facts, man. He seems to be the genuine article. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go big facts, but I could see it happening at the end of this year. We're in April. Let's say he fights June. Let's see how that fight goes. If, it, if, if he doesn't get take too much damage, and Usman gets out of that Leon Edwards fight relatively unscathed, or even if Leon wins it, um, and but the, whoever wins it, he's relatively unscathed. You can see that shit in November, December. So who knows? But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go uh, facts as well. Um, <laughs> tank. Oh, so Tank. Tank. Uh, oh, Otis says big facts. I believe he can dethrone, Uz- dethrone Usman. There you go. Now Tank had a bit of an issue with this one. He goes facts. Then he goes. Wait, Kobe though, USA, USA, USA. So he goes cap. <laughs> wait, to, wait to flip it real quick there, bro. All right. Uh, next one. Big facts, big cap. Volkanovski deserves to have a super fight with a lightweight champion. Ooh. Hmm. Deserves God is a hard damn. one for me. Um, yeah. I think I might have a, a, a cap for the deserves. Yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Big facts. Okay. Big facts. I big facts because I I think he has to do something like that for me to care. Okay. I mean, I guess to be completely honest, we do have the trilogy fight with Max, but mm-hmm. after that, I really don't give a fuck about nothing at 45. Right. Um he's he is journeying into that John Jones water where it's like even if he didn't fight the champion at 55, yeah. Fuck, top three or four guys with bulk at this point would be pretty fucking entertaining at 55. Sure. So I'm going to go ahead and say big facts. Fuck it. Like, yeah, I think 55 would be a good fucking look for him. I'm going to say big cap just because I need I need him to get through Holloway convincingly. I need a convincing win over Holloway before I'm like, yeah, take the take on, uh, you know, uh, Oliveira slash Gugachi, whoever has a butt at that point. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go cap. But, you know, Otis, however, says big facts. Woken up has quite has been quite dominant at 45. You're not wrong. You're right, though. Um, I would I would like to see if he fucking starches Max. I need him to start fucking cooking with bacon grease for sure. I need him to kill the king. If you don't kill the king, I don't care. And it's it's not because I like Max Hollywood because I do. Um, but you gotta Stop get boy. my respect. You gotta get my respect somehow. I don't know. Um, personally. All right. Uh third one. Big facts, big cap. It's time for Mickey God to go back to the regional MMA scene. I'll tell you what, those first two were hard. Big facts. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. It's been fun, Mickey. You made some money. You made a nice little name for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mickey, Mickey, you're so fine. Fuck off till you blow my mind. Deuces, bro. I mean, it's been, God, yeah, it's been real. But, like, yeah, you you, you ran your course. You got starts. Now, quite frankly, listen, all, all due respect, he's a tough, tough kid. Sure. But the UFC is just unforgiving, man. I think sometimes you can even be really good and still fizzle out in the UFC because you just had a couple bad nights. We see it. Says that you don't you don't get the repeat, man. Some of those some some guys are really good fighters and they just they're not they don't have good nights, man. You see that shit happen all the fucking time in the UFC. So not that he's exactly one of those guys. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he's just not that good. Good kid though, good fighter, but just yeah. sorry, bro. Like, two and three in his last five losses to Malo this last weekend. Alex Morono and Mike Perry. Um, yeah, I, I I make it go off the Bellator at the at the very least, in my opinion. Yep, yep. yep. All right. Uh, big facts. Gal, Gal hasn't been cutting in the UFC. You're right. Frederick says bye. Yeah. And Tank says facts. When he called that CM Punk, he to Punk. <laughs> there, you, there you go. CM Punk and Mike Jackson. All due respect to Mike Jackson, who actually trains. You know. So. Yeah. All right. So yeah. All uh, right. Now last one. This is a good one. This is this is we spent way too much. Well, not to way too much. We spent probably more time on the, on the Burns Hansen fight. But 
<laughs> and Tank goes, he has a loss against Diego. Okay, there you go. Um, last one. Big fast big cap. P- Piotr Young was robbed by the judges at UFC 273. Oh, for me, big, big cap. Um, again, it's the word rob that I have a major issue with. He was not, not robbed for sure. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, the fight was just too close. Um, you know, might he have won? Maybe again, if we went back and all rewatched it and tried to score every kick or takedown and do mm-hmm. a real scientific breakdown, maybe we would think that he won. But it's close enough that there's no way you can use the word robbery, in my opinion. No. Nah. No, no way. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say big, uh, big sorry, big cap, big oh my giant cap. Okay, fucking massive cap. That, that fight was so goddamn close, but you got controlled on the ground. Like I don't give a fuck on that aspect, right? I don't give a shit that Aljo didn't finish him. Like he was somewhat trying. He wasn't. He was trying. He wasn't really trying at times. He wasn't trying to you know like ground and pound. He kept that fucking position on the body lock for minutes, not seconds, minutes. So relax. All right, Piotr. Big cap. Piotr lost that fight. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Yeah, look, don't 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 hate the player, hate the game. I don't love the ten point must system. I like old school pride shit, but yeah. that ain't how we do things. So yeah, you got ten aided in that second round, homeboy. Pretty much. I mean, he, again, even though he didn't come close to getting a finish or whatever, motherfucker, like he controlled you for like four minutes and fucking three seconds handedly, of that round me, handedly yeah so like you know it's about as close to a 10 as you're gonna get and again fucking that's the rules then the rules buddy no you didn't get fucking robbed at all big cat at all uh tanks says big uh, facts judge judy hating on some politics with the russian flag up <laughs> uh fucking hell oh this is big cap beyond did himself no favors by losing rounds like that facts Facts, that, facts. Like you can, you cannot complain when you when you give up rounds like that. Says, that's on him, man. Couldn't get up, hundred percent. So you know, I, I get it. The whole everyone's like, you know, oh, he just he just held him. He held him there. I'm like, well, shit, do something about it. Fuck. Anyway, hey, listen, right. I didn't like John Fitch, but that motherfucker eventually got his title shot. I mean, that's <laughs> that was his whole game plan, Jack. And if you yeah. couldn't stop it, Dude, then you lost. That motherfucker got cut on a win. Speaking of John Fitch. Jeremiah Dustin's in the chat. Always showing up is. at the very end of the goddamn show, bro. Uh, but he, he talks to Fitch. He, I think he talked to Fitch quite a few times. So yeah, yeah. yeah and Fitch was like playing the fucking ukulele and shit one time. Yeah, that I was. I, that show. I didn't think Fitch smoked weed, but I, 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 I thought that. I made me think he did. All right. Uh, anything else you want to hit on before we get out of here? Nope, that's it. We got a we got a pretty pretty big weekend again. Uh, I, I look, I would suggest tuning into that UFC card because sometimes these ones that look really shitty on paper end up being fucking fire fucking starters in, in real life. Yeah. So like yeah, you, you, this is when you get like guys that start at least start their uh, championship argument on cards like right. this. So you never know. Right, right. All right, shout out to SpiceBros.com. Represent the sponsors. KeywordWarsMMA.com for the landing page at KeywordMMA for the show at Jim Jesus for uh, Fred. At Elite Thirty Two for myself, uh, keywordsandmay.com uh, to find all of our live outlets. This will be audio up on fucking Apple, Stitcher, what, what the fuck else are we on? Spotify, everything tomorrow morning. Um, Facebook can go fuck themselves. For some reason, they stopped me from having live shows for the next couple days, so we won't be on there for a couple days for until next week. So you know they can go fuck themselves. And uh, yeah, so shout out to everyone tuned in. Frederick, thanks for hanging out. Otis, our Jamie as always, Kairos. I uh, was here for a little bit. Tank, 
uh, as entertaining, as consistent as always. Uh, Mick was here. Who else did we have? Of course, Jeremiah at the very fucking end. Dude, what the fuck? Uh, Jonathan was here for a little bit. Who else we got? Uh, everyone tuned in. We love the fuck out of you guys. Appreciate the hell out of you guys. Frederick says, no Twitter for me. I'm banned. <laughs> I was wondering where the fuck you were. Um, anyway, shout out to everyone tuned in. Appreciate the hell out of you, all you guys. Catch you guys next week. For myself, Mr. Fred Kirby, the entire team. Good night and good night, Wilshire.